Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one and only Puckle Podcast. Cue the epic music. And welcome to the 315th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my excellent co-hosts, Dr. Shambu and Sublime Manic. And as always, we're here to bring you an Pucklelicious episode of the podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that I unfortunately came up with. And let's see, we are a show that talks everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to... Uh, Pokemon Duel. That was one I remember today. I actually wrote one down today. And so if you want your Pokemon fill and you're new to the show, welcome. If you're old to the show, welcome back. And as always, we're here to bring you some Pokemon discussion and entertainment. So as we do every week, guys, I want to know what you have been up to in Pokemon lately. Let's start with you, Shamu. What have you been up to? Um, not much. That it's I been like two weeks about. since you've been on the show, but it's fine. It's, really? Yeah, well, no, no, a week technically, I guess. I've, I've been uh, kind of on like every almost. Well, you were on Battlecast. And you've been on a lot lately. You're you're I, on uh, cooldown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm on cooldown after you're on this. Cooldown, you're on cooldown till Puckle Ten. Pretty much, yeah. But like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's in like three or four weeks. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's really been much. You haven't done anything. Nothing exciting. Not, not really. Oh, I wasted so much money on cards. That's about it. <laughs> Like I've, I don't even want to say anymore. It's too much. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Well, what about you, Sublime? What have you been up to? It's been a while since you've been on this show. It has been. I've been just so busy in life, but also in Pokemon. Um. So when Sun and Moon came out, I really shamooed it. I finished it like in a couple days. I like blew through it, and now that Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is out. I'm really snagging it. Um, <laughs> taking my time. I think I'll finish before snag, but it's very much different to how I usually do Pokemon games. And if you're well, it's the last one on the 3DS. I have a lot going on in my life. I'm going to enjoy the slow burn. But then, other than that, yeah, and no, it's been I, really good. 
Exactly. I've been enjoying it, like taking it all in. Um, and then other than that, uh, I have my PBL match today. Uh, so do I. League. This is this is playoffs. Uh, we are in the quarterfinals. Yeah, we're in the yeah. playoffs. And I'm just like so proud of myself for making it to the playoffs because I took a team that I did not get mm-hmm. to make myself, automatic forfeit built into it, and managed to pilot it to the playoffs. Yeah, no, you did really well. I mean, and to be yeah, fair, the roster was really, yeah. I thought the roster was one of the better ones that was drafted. I prefer, and I made it even better. I definitely yes. improved. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, thank you, Greninja. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that wasn't taken, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm really proud of myself, whether I win or lose today. And that's where I'm at in Pokemon. Ooh, okay. So myself, I did a few different things this week. First of all, we've been doing the Puckle Advent Calendar, which is a blast. Uh, if you haven't checked, if you haven't seen the Puckle Advent Calendar, for those of you who are not in it, we have we are for the first 24 days of September giving away a new Pokemon each day. Every single one of these Pokemon is announced in a different way. You can find out on the website. It's uh, www.pucklepodcast.com/puckle-advent-calendar. So go there. You're going to be able to find the Puckle Advent Calendar. And you can uh, see which social media we're going to be announcing the Pokemon on. I think today, well, today's the third. We're recording this in the future or in the past. So uh, we gave away Roserade today. I actually gave away all of them too because we're only doing about 12 right, uh, a day because I can only do so much. And uh, so definitely uh, check that out if there's a Pokemon you want because they start getting better. They're getting better and better. Day one, we did a stack attack, and I think a lot of people were upset they weren't paying attention to our social media when we were, like, hyping this up. And it was a proper stack attack with a 14 IV in defense, just like you need. So definitely uh, definitely keep your eye out because we got some other good stuff coming. Uh, lots of good stuff are, is coming. It's going to be worth your wait, worth your while. So definitely pay attention. Actually, at the end of this show, we're going to be announcing the one for, I believe, the uh, the Friday or the Saturday. It was one of the two. It's either We're either going to be announcing the 9th or the 10th. So definitely check that out. Um, so do that. That's a lot of fun. I also found out that uh, with the new Z Power Ring toy that came out, I, I tell you, when the Z Ring toy came out back in Sun and Moon's launch, I was like, I'm not going to pay $30 for that. Um, I ended up finding one of them on clearance for like seven bucks a few months ago. And then from there, I collected all of the Z crystals that are available, one for each type. Yep. And uh, in Japan, they actually sold different the different like individual Pokemon ones like Snorlax EMZ and Muni EMZ and stuff like that. But they didn't do it here. Uh, so today I went to Target. I always go after after I go to mass on Sunday, I always go around and I just like we go to Target, walk around with our Starbucks, you know, have a good time. As one does. Yeah, I mean, Target's just a great place to walk around. I also it need really it is, and they have the Starbucks in there for you. Exactly. And so my mom, my mom was asking me what I wanted for Christmas. This is a great way just to like walk around because I have no idea what I want for Christmas. And she, w- we were walking around, and we go through the toy aisle, and I find they've got like new packets of Z crystals that go with the new Z ring. And I was looking into it because they had. Uh, two packs. They had the uh, Solgalanium, Lunalium, and Comonium Z, and they also had the Munium Z, Evium Z, and uh, Picashium Z, like three packs. And so I'm just like, well, I need to buy these because I'm I'm awful, and TPCI is the I'm the reason TPCI stays afloat. And so I purchased them. I haven't bought the new Z ring yet because I think thirty dollars is still a little steep. It's 
$20? Yeah, I'll do it. Like, I, I will do it now. Because I really, I mean, I really like having it for stream. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of fun, like, to see the Z-Ring, like, activate. And, and now I know all the dances. So, just keep that in mind. <laughs> but I, I think this, this is the very biggest piece of, like, Pokemon news. It's really awful. Um, we're doing that. I'm also doing, well, we got back to streams. Nobody's finished the game, though. You're not, you're not alone, Sublime. And nobody's finished the game, so nobody wanted to do, like, a real viewer battle against me, but I've got this, like, really, uh, bulky, like, uh, stack attack a team that I've been playing with. We'll talk more about stack attack later today, because I think stack attack is fantastic. It is fantastic. And so, just, yeah, it, it's gonna be great. We're, it, I, I missed that. I want you guys to come to the Twitch streams and battle me, because I wanna get my stack attack on. <laughs> And Naganadel's gone, so that's that's fun too. So, oh yeah, yeah. That horrendous. Yeah, feature. yeah. They they quick banned it. Thank God, right? Can't wait to use it in VGC. Yeah, no, I'm like I'm gonna build a VGC team probably later today, and with it on it, like we're working on a VGC because we are planning on going to the St. Louis regionals in uh, in February. I believe it's February seventeenth and eighteenth. Um, me and my wife are gonna go there, and I believe we're gonna meet up with Bo. Uh, cause he's around the area as well. And so we're planning on going to that regional and just kind of hanging out. And oh, we should make Snag go as well while we're at Oh it. yeah. Snag's going to be in the area. I think he was talking about going. That's right. Um, I, I haven't planned the whole thing out yet. So, uh, I've just, I've just been like, yeah, we're going to go. It'll be a lot of fun. And so we're going to, we're going to go to, uh, the St. We're going to go to St. Louis regionals. We're going to go play. And I told, I told my wife, because she has a Pokemon card addiction, that if she top cuts the regional in St. Louis, that I will buy her a, a box of Pokemon cards, like the newest set. I'll buy her like the 36 card box. And she is now motivated and, and wants to learn how to play <laughs> the game. So we're gonna, we're gonna definitely go practice and play some VGC. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But Naganadel, yeah, Naganadel like is the new chalk, let me tell you. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna happen. All right, so that is going to be it for the intro, and we're going to just kick it on over to the news because we've got some news to talk about. So cue the epic music. Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. In the news, we have a few things. First of all, Ho is available in Pokemon Go now up until December 12th. So if you play Pokemon Go and you want a Ho, go to a raid battle with Ho. I, I don't like the raid battle system. I, I'm honestly a little jaded by it. But yeah. that that's just me. That's just me. I think I think it's a poor way to distribute legendaries, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I, no, I, just, I agree with you. I'd rather just find him in the wild. At this well, point. it's it's just like, a real. At this point, I don't like the fact that you have to do it in groups. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, like you, especially you for really need a squad. Yeah, you need a squad, and like I'm not. I have my friends, but they're all on the internet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like when we were at PokeCon, like that was fun. We can all go out yeah. and do that it. Was it was fun. That was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It just when you're solo and stuff like you don't mm-hmm. have a group of people to go find yeah most of us are solo players a Facebook so. group or something that's in your area that's such a found. that's so much work and that's still actually functioning and not dead 
Like they're not. Like Pokemon Go is alive and very well from what I've seen. I don't participate in it very much. Oh no, po- Pokemon Go is definitely still alive. You have those hardcore oh, players. Oh, yeah, they're the are, hardcore ones. Yeah, they they haven't left, and there's, there's a, a good of number too. of them too. Yeah, you find a raid going around just even near you, and you'll go to it on a weekend, and there will be people there. Yes. It's it's a thing. Like there there are a lot of players still playing Pokemon Go, and yeah. I, I don't think it's dead. A lot of people like to say it is, but it's not. I, I enjoy saying it's dead because that makes me feel better. It makes me feel better for not playing, says <laughs> says the Shamu. All right, so so Ho out of the way. If you want Ho, go get Ho. And I do because Ho's the best. Ho is the best turkey Pokemon. And, and like Phoenix Pokemon. He is the only Phoenix, Phoenix Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. It's like all of the things. It's just so great. I love Pokemon. All right. So we failed the global mission for Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, which was to catch 10 million Pokemon in about 10 days. Uh, it, we failed with like, we were over halfway at least. Like, good on Game Freak for doing it. There, there's just a lot of issues with global missions in general. And I think, I think we can all agree, like, the, the first problem is we probably had enough people catch those Pokemon in their games. But first of all, for the global mission, you have to opt into it, which yeah, isn't yeah, obvious at all. There, no. like, uh, what I really one, – one thing that I think could fix it entirely is if you remember Pokemon X and Y, when you would log into it and there was some kind of like event or something going on, the holocaster would come on when you turn <laughs> the game on. And it would be like, hey, this event's going on or this battle competition is going to start, you know? And yeah. like literally just have that. Just have that. Have a holocaster in Sun and Moon that goes, oh, hey, this global mission's going on. Go to the Festival Plaza to sign up. Like, that's all you need. And I think that would have significantly changed it. Because you would have somebody go, oh, maybe I'll go to the Festival Plaza. And that person caught, you know, 100 Pokemon. Because all you needed for that event to succeed is 100,000 people to sign up, catch 100 Pokemon. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, even then, you only need a million people to sign up and catch ten Pokemon, and I'm sure they sold a million copies of the game within the first week. And that many people did catch ten Pokemon; they just didn't sign opt in. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a poor system, and there aren't there aren't a lot of ways to figure out that global missions are going on. The only way I found out it was going on was through Serebii. Jushiro told me he found out through the Pokemon website, but how many of us actually go and check the Pokemon website for actual news? Regular. I I don't go there for like anything. I, no. I don't, honestly. The only thing that I go to officially Pokemon is PokemonCenter.com. Yeah, that's really, yeah. That's what I do. I, I don't think I actually go to an official Pokemon website outside of that. And Global Link. I go to Global Link. Because I do do things there. And Global Link does let you know about global missions and stuff, though it's not as in-your-face as I want it to be. Like, I want yeah. an in-your-face announcement, hey, this is happening. <laughs> so, that's that's just me. That's just me. All right, so... Uh, moving on again, though, speaking of battle competitions, there is another battle competition announced for December, I believe, 15th through 17th. It is, uh, the Poke, the Johto X Alola competition. They did a Kanto X Alola competition, I believe, back in, uh, back at the launch of Sun and Moon, where you can use Kanto Pokemon and Alolan Pokemon. Here you can use the Johto National decks and the Alolan National decks combined. And you're allowed to use transferred Pokemon. And I think they're doing this mostly because of the virtual console release of Gold and Silver. You're being able yeah. to transfer those Pokemon in um, as well as the Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So to be fair, though, like the number of Pokemon that are in those dexes encompasses like 500 Pokemon. So Yeah, it's a lot, though. So that's like that, yeah, it's still like most Pokemon. 
I think you get some you get some weird oddities where like you can use Yanma but you can't use it on Mega. That is strange. So that's uh, that's one of the things like stuff like that. I, you can still use like Licky Licky because uh, I believe that's in the Alola decks. Yeah, it is. So I believe it is. Oh. Yeah, no, it, it is. It is in the Alola decks. I can tell you for a fact because I had to evolve one because I'm working on a living decks. So, ah. um, I, I yes, I know it is. Uh, so moving moving on though, uh, but that I mean that's that's an interesting one. There's going to be a Pokemon Cafe in Tokyo. I'm actually like this makes me want to go to Japan. Like if I didn't want to go to Japan before, I want to go to this Pokemon Cafe because they have like Pokemon themed drinks, and I'm really excited. Because I'm all about po- I'm all about themed beverages. I don't know what kind of beverages they are. Probably non alcoholic, but I still want to go and like have like a Pikachu smoothie. And Fair. You know, you know at this thing they're gonna like do it right too. Like it's gonna like the presentation is gonna be amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, I actually did find some recipes for some other drink Shamu that we can talk about for Pucklecon. <laughs> or not Pucklecon. Puckle Ten. Uh, two years ago for Puckle. Two years ago, I did. I did make some. I remember for... having a Blastoise that you made that was delicious. Yes, I did make that. Uh, I did also, um, but I found some different ones that um, that involve a bit more presentation. So I think I'm gonna. I think I want to do that. We're gonna. We're doing Malasadas for Puckle Ten stream. Uh, so we. I, we might as well do some other kitchen stuff at the same time, right? Yeah. And all right. So yeah, this is just one of the things. Uh, uh, also, it was uh, GameStop officially announced. I don't know how often either of you go into GameStops. I assume Shamu does very often, just like uh, I do. I don't actually. You don't? Okay, never mind. No, I. Uh, GameStop yeah. has like officially announced that it's carrying Pokemon Center merchandise. I went in there at the launch of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and I noticed they had like Pokemon Center like branded merchandise. I was like, oh, this is odd. Um, it turns out because I'm pretty sure GameStop figured out that like the way they're going to exist as a company from here on out is they need to actually uh, go into like the merchandise sales. And though this is just the latest partnership. They decided to partner with PokemonCenter.com and they're actually getting like official Pokemon merchandise. And that's actually really nice because official Pokemon merchandise is way nicer than, in my opinion, like the Tommy plushes. Those are those are awful compared to Pokemon Center plushes. Yeah, that's true. And shipping, you have to buy a lot to get the free shipping. Yeah, so. it's like fifty dollars. You have to buy like four plushes to get that. Uh, yeah. Though the Christmas collection, Sublime, I need to let you know, is out on PokemonCenter.com. Oh, I missed out on the mugs last year. And I know you did, and I know, I know, you and I both buy the mugs every year. So, <laughs> the mugs are there right now. They're adorable. The green one this year. So the red one's always Pikachu, you know. Yeah, but, I thought uh, that. Oh, but the green, the, nice. the green one, the green one's like a little rock rough and a little Alolan Volpix. This year's. Oh, so that is adorable. Yeah. It's adorable. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, final piece of news that I wanted to go over is that the Oceana Internationals were announced to be February 9th to 11th in Sydney, Australia. So if you want to go to an international, go to Sydney for the next one. Uh, I, I just think the Pokemon circuit is getting to a point where it's just like you have to be really rich to be able to afford to get into Worlds. Uh, <laughs> Though they did, they made it better this year. I think they made it better this year by lowering the cap. You can actually do it by hitting like premier challenges and midseason showdowns. Though you have to dedicate a lot of your time to it. So I guess that I, I mean those are the people that should go and compete in worlds, right? Yes. So that's that's fair. And there's but, always been the monetary like level of investment necessary mm-hmm. even to participate. So yeah, I, though it's been uh, I was looking at the Memphis regionals numbers. 
And they had like uh, – because the Memphis Regionals are happening, I believe, in like two weeks. And the regional numbers for the VGC competition are just nutsos low. It's like 80-some Masters or something like that. It's some of the lowest numbers they've seen in a while. Don't know what's going on with that. We'll we'll see, though. Probably because a lot of people want to wait for the format to turn over and so, or something like that. We'll see in St. Louis, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> In St. Louis. All right. So that is it for the news. We are going to take it to our Poke Quiz segment where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So let's kick it on over. And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz. Puckles Pokey Quiz is the segment of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. You guys, of course, have to use what's in your heads. You can't cheat, no internet. So you're going to lower those browsers and we're going to ask you five questions for a total of a potential seven points because one of these questions will have a bonus point in them and another one of these will, and then you'll also have the hint that you can use on any of these questions, which can then be cashed in for a point if you get all of the questions correct. So if you guys are ready and understand the rules, we'll get started. We got we got a great set of questions. All right. Bring it on. Are you ready? All right. So question number one. As of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, how many Z crystals are there? Ooh. Okay. So we've got 17 right off the bat. Wait, shouldn't it be 18 off the bat? 17 types. There's 18 types. Oh, they define 18. I, I forgot fairy was not 17. It was 18. Okay, so we have 18. We've got the two Pikachu ones. You've got the Raichuium. Let's do the electric ones first, I guess. Well, let's just so do the let's do the Sun and Moon ones first. Sun and Moon exclusive. All right, sure. So you've got Snorlax. You've got Mew. You've got Raichu. So we've got um, four with Pikachus. The Tapu, Tapuium. Tapu, Snorlax, that's five. Um, you've got... Oh, six with Mew. Oh, uh, what about Marshadow? Set seven. Okay. Marshadow seven. So seven plus eighteen, that's twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. Also, I'll give you guys you like a, a plus or minus two here as well. By the way, plus or minus two. I always do this oh, for right. numbers. Okay, so we have twenty-five so far with right, Sun and so Moon. You have Ultra Sun got you the Lichen Rock. Twenty. We got Lichen and Rock, Como, um, O, um, Mimikyu. Right. So there's those. That's three twenty-eight. Now. Uh, oh, um, Necrozma has one. We got Necrozma and the two Lunala and Zogaleo. That's another three. That's t- 31. Wait, do they use different Z-Crystals or is it the yes. same? Yes. Pro- there's a Necrozma one and then there's Lunalium and Zogaleum, whatever. Okay, 30. so it is 31. All right. Yeah. So we've got that. Uh, they're at 31. Oh, we forgot the starters. The starters. 34. Um, I'm going to need an answer. We're at 34 right now. I think that's final. 34 is your final answer? I think so. Yeah. That is correct. It is exactly 34 Z crystals. You guys got them all. So, yeah, that was really good there, guys. So that's one point for you. That came from Snag, by the way. This next question comes to us from Linian. So, 
Moves historically have shifted up and down in power as generations changed over. An example of this being Thunderbolt lost five base power when going to generation six. Um, what move actually gained the most raw damage between generations? Leech Life. Uh, knockoff? No, Leech Life. Wait. Leech Life went from like 10 to 80. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, Leech Life. <laughs> it's, it's... I know Knockoff went up, went up a lot well, too, because it used it to was... be like 20, wasn't it? And then it moved up to potentially 95. I don't, I don't know if you count the boosted damage or not. Knockoff? No, raw damage, like really raw damage, raw damage. Yeah, no, no. Because Leech Life went up by like 70 to 60 anyway, so there's nothing else I can think of that went up more than that. Like, if anything, is that your final dropped. answer? Yeah. Okay, that is unfortunately incorrect. Oh. Um, so it turns out between generations one and two, explosion gained oh. 80 base power. Oh, oh, from one and two, and then oh. it dropped down anyways. Yep. So. So I that, didn't think it was that's like, I want to thought generation one and two. That's yeah, cool. exactly. I mean, it's Linian. So yeah. yell at Linian. That's yeah. Fine. yeah he's, he's gonna get. He's gonna get a beating <laughs> later. So this next question. This next question comes from Scrawn. In the manga, two notably evil characters. Stop right there. What? Stop right there, Scrawn. Why you gotta be doing manga on us? <laughs> Yeah, and no. two notably evil characters are portrayed as the CEOs of major energy companies. Who are they? Like, I one point for each. Can we at least know what series it's from? Like, which manga? Because, like, I have um, no adventures, idea. adventures manga. The, oh, so like the red, right, and the, well, the first. anything that's, right. that's ever been Pokemon adventures. So I, I don't. I'm not even. I have no. I have no idea. Okay, so it's, it's two evil characters. They're people that have run run evil teams. Uh... Well, if it's the CEOs of energy companies, I would guess that it has to do with um, maybe the uh, Ruby and Sapphire era. Archie, yeah, I guess Max. Yeah, so maybe Archie and Maxie. Yeah, I don't. Maybe Archie and Maxie. That's two people. Yeah, I guess I I have no real idea. I mean, is that your final? You want to go with that one as your final answer, or as well because we don't know. That's yeah. fair. That is correct on one account. And incorrect huh. on another. Maxi, Maxi was a CEO of a major energy company. Was the other one like uh, Cyrus or something? Cyrus was actually a CEO of a major energy company as well in the Diamond and Pearl arcs. So, but I mean, that's a point. That's two points for you guys today. You're doing really well. You're doing really well here. So, question number three or four. Um, this one also comes to us from Linian. Freezing is intentionally the hardest status to inflict in all of Pokemon. With all moves besides two of them having a 10% chance to inflict it, one of these moves is secret power. What other move can inflict freeze but has a less than 10% chance to inflict it? Huh. Um, a less than 10%? Less than 10%. Also, for, remember you have the hint as well. Yeah. You have what? Oh. You have the hint. Well, since we can't get the bonus point, we might as well use the hint. Uh, we have one more yeah, I guess so, yeah. Why not? Is this the it, last one? It's the, a base stat uh, question. Just, yeah, the base stat. Okay. We can just use it. We don't need I, it for base stats. Probably. The hint is, um, let's see, who would who would be mad at you? Viger would be mad at you if you didn't know this. Um, I, and that, I, he likes I, to I, use this move a lot on his Magnazone. I'm what? And, and let's see. Uh, I'll give you a real hint. but uh, I'm pretty sure I know what it is now. But oh, what it, is it? Go for it. Tell me. Try attack? That's your final answer? 
Wait That's the only thing that Magnodome can even learn that would inflict freeze. But doesn't that have just like a... I thought it was tender all around, though. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what I thought so, too. Maybe they changed how it works. And maybe it's 10% to do one of the three. That still is 10%. No, it would be, functionally, it would be 3.3 repeating percent. Because it's 10% to inflict a status and then a one in three chance. I don't know. Is that your final answer? I might as well. I guess. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. It is try attack because of the reasoning that Sublime said. I think it was actually twenty percent, and it's like a. But six even point. then, that would be yeah. It's still less than yeah. It's still less than ten percent. But yeah. that's good. You guys have three points. You're doing fantastic. Look at you. Just like pat yourself on the back. That's better than some people do in this show. So, question number five, as always, is a base stack question. So I want to ask you guys, uh, what flying type Pokemon has the highest base speed? Flying type, yes. Jack. Um, wait, 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 wait. I think it might be something Ninjask? faster than Ninjask. Um, that has, like, one, over 150? Is I think Ninjask is 160, isn't it? Even, even 160 still. Like, I don't think any of the flying types have over 160. Um, I just want to make sure I'm not forgetting something super random. It's fine, yeah. Because I'm like, I don't, I can't think of anything else. That I can't. Maybe Aerodactyl's 150, so. And, like. And then going through my mind, like other Magas and such, it's like there's nothing really that hits that high. So. Sure. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, Ninjask has a base speed of 160, making it the second fastest Pokemon of all time, just behind Electro? speed form Deoxys. Oh, Deoxys, okay. Electro is like 150 or something. Electro like is 150. It is the fourth fastest Pokemon of all time, um, tied with like three other Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Faramosa is the third with 151. So Ninjask, though, is the correct answer. That gives you guys four points today. So that does change up the standings, yeah. kind of, sort of, but not really, <laughs> um, because Shamu just grabs a greater lead. And, ah, ah, Thatch messed up. Um, and forgot to turn off the soundboard when typing in numbers. Uh, all right. So then we have Sublime getting four points here, too. Okay. So. That does change things up slightly. Let me do my sort. And so the new standings are in first place. We have Dr. Shamu with 24 points. In second place, we have the fluffiest Whimsicott with 10 points. Tied for third place, we have Basket and Sublime tied with 9 points. In fifth place, we we have Scrawn and Viger tied. In seventh place, we have Mr. Maximus with 4 points. In Eighth place, we have Snag with two points, and then Gator bringing up the rear in ninth place with one point. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. So that is it for this week's Puckle Pokey Quiz. If you want more trivia, you can just tune in next week or check out Game Corner in like two weeks or the one that just came out. So that is going to be it for this week or this week's Pokey Quiz. We're going to take a short break, guys, and we're going to come right back at you with the topic. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, pucklepodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pokalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at youtube slash pucklepodcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. 
And welcome to the topic. The topic today, guys, is going to be Pokemon Switch rumors. There were some rumors that actually came out recently surrounding the Pokemon Switch title that is tentatively coming out either 2018 or 2019. We don't really know yet. I'm sure they didn't want to tell us because of the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon release that just recently came out. You don't want to de-hype that. You want to, you want those sales to be strong. So, uh, one of these things that came out though was from the Easy Allies channel, um, on YouTube. They do a podcast discussion show where they talk about things and they say that they have reliable sources at Game Freak. Take that with a grain of salt for what you will. That said, that Game Freak was actually taking a look at the reaction from Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild and they were going to use it to quote unquote, um, reimagine and, uh, make the next Pokemon game on the Switch the, the equivalent in jumping forward in that series as Mario Odyssey was, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say wasn't that big of a, like a jump. Um, and Breath of the Wild was the Zelda, which I think was a much more significant jump than Mario Odyssey. But uh, I, I want to discuss this because I think it's a really interesting point, And I think it's something that we can definitely add to discussion wise with uh, with some. You see a lot of people who are outside of the Pokemon sphere talking about Pokemon games in terms of the Switch and how the Switch is doing. Uh, a couple of factoids, first of all, is that Nintendo is planning to ramp up Switch production because they're preparing for holiday 2018 already in their minds, and they they plan to sell a ton of Switches next year. So that means they are definitely ramping up for some kind of big title at the end of the year for the holidays. And mm-hmm. I can tell you it's probably not Metroid. <laughs> yeah. it, it, like The only ones that we know about are Fire Emblem, Metroid, and uh, Pokemon that are coming out for the Switch at this moment. Now, now, this isn't to say that, like, as soon as January hits, Nintendo does a Nintendo Direct, and we find out that there's some other hot-selling game that's going to come out to sell Switches. You know, I, I don't know what it is. It could just be something that's just like, yeah, no, this is a system exclusive. Uh, they somehow convinced uh, Bethsida to only do Elder Scrolls Six on the Switch somehow. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, like, it has to be something of, like, that equivalent, you know? Uh and so it's either that or I think as many people have stated online already, it has to be Pokemon because Pokemon is the only other like huge system selling franchise they have left in their pocket at this moment. Because yeah. despite how much we love our Star Fox and our Metroids, those just don't sell systems. Neither does Fire Emblem for that matter. Fire Emblem Although doesn't sell, I sell systems. I will say Fire Emblem Warriors was delightful. It, it was good. I, I give you that. Fire Emblem Warriors was great. But I, I think it's interesting, like, the, this idea that Pokemon on the Switch might come out next year. And, I, I like, I've, we've talked about this on the show before. Pokemon on the Switch would be, like, the one-two punch that Nintendo needs to, like, really knock the Switch out of the park. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the one-two hit. Like, you go two Christmases in a row with, like, the best games that could have come out on the, your console, and you're good. And I think this idea of making Pokemon... And then have it have the next big leap in the franchise on the Switch. I, I don't know what they could do. Um, I know a lot of people are out there that are probably going to be saying they're going to revamp the battle system. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. I, I'm going to go out on the limb and say no. That's not what they're going to do. Hope not. I really hope they don't because that would I I, that destroy will, what Pokemon is. Yeah, that's the essence of Pokemon, right? Like the battle yeah. system is the essence. That is the core. You can't take away the core. It's it's like saying, oh, instead of playing Link in this Legend of Zelda title, you go through as Zelda. You know, it, the the core is you play as Link, right? And it, that's the same thing here. Like you you could still play as Link in Breath of the Wild. They just changed the surrounding area. And it I would think, be like if Breath of the Wild had been a turn based strategy game. Yeah, exactly. You're changing what time of game like, it is. No, you can't change what it. Yeah. And so 
I think we're going to see something more akin to like the jump that Mario Odyssey had. Mario Odyssey, I don't think was a big jump. I think it was I don't the natural. Na- right yeah, I think it was. I think it was the next natural progression in the Mario series, uh, personally. And I think that's what we're going to see with Pokemon. I think we're just going to see that. I think this is going to be. I think this statement is going to be blown a little bit out of proportion. Um, I know a lot of people have been saying that a lot of people have wanted the next Pokemon game on the Switch to be much more Breath of the Wild, where it's a much more open world. No. I, I I think that's an interesting concept. I don't think it will play out well in a Pokemon franchise. Pokemon has always been and probably will always be a linear gameplay. But I I, I mean, think I'm fine with less linear, but I don't. Th- yeah, I think I don't think we're gonna see anything like that. I would have been cool if on uh, a Kala Island, like in Sun and Moon, I could have done the three trials in whatever order. Trials in any order. That would yeah. be good. I think that would be interesting because then you could go and be like, well, I picked this type of starter and then you just go run those trials. You know, um, I think that would have been the way to do it, but whatever. That's, I didn't design the game. And this is, uh, I, it's just one of those things. Um, I don't think we're going to see that much of a progression that people think. I think we're just going to see a game that just knocks it out of the park. I think they're going to do well. They know, they know the pressure's there. Yeah. I, 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 if I they know. mess up, we're yeah. going to have black and white again. Yeah, well, I just want to know what you guys think. Like, Black what and you... White is delightful, first of all. Okay, you're wrong, but it's, no, it's well, fine. No, Gen 5 is great, rather. Um, gave you Snivy, and Snivy's the best Pokemon in existence. <laughs> you can't use um... that as the only argument. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm still just, and I realize they're going to figure it out. I'm just trying to prepare myself mentally for how the menu is going to be. Mm, that's... That, that is a thing that we've talked about for a while. I think Festival Plaza is the best example of them preparing for that, honestly. Because I think Festival Plaza is their, oh, here's our one-screen system to do it. Honestly, I really want them to go back to PSS. And I think you can do it in a one-screen way. I think uh, you could just... PSS you could just, is just so good. It could just be at could, the bottom. Or like, Well, not even that. You could just have a menu that you can hit with a button or something like that. We have bumpers now, right? We have... Um, you think of the 3DS right now. We have almost essentially all the buttons that the Switch does. Uh, minus we have the L and R bumpers and the triggers, right? Uh, we, though we do have that functionality on the new 3DS, but because it's on the 3DS in general, they don't want to, um, they don't want to alienate other players that are playing on OG 3DSs. And so I think they could just take one of the bumpers and be like, okay, you press this bumper and the screen shifts over and here's PSS, right? I think that would be a really easy way to do it. And you go, okay, these are my friends that are online right now. Hey, do you want to battle? You tap it. Because I, I, I still hold by that PSS was the best way to do Pokemon, like, online connectivity. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I agree. I think the only things I could add that I think would be much more interactive in Pokemon would be, since now it's on a home console, it's going to be a little bit... Because as much as we want to argue that the Switch is a portable console, I think it's much more a home console with your three-hour battery life, right? And you're going to see... I want to see a shift where... Like, say I'm online and then you guys are online. I want to see a thing where I can be like, hey, you want to come over to my world? And, like, we can all we can all run around in, like, my version of the game or in the same version of the game together, right? Yeah. We could, we could have that XY multiple rivals feeling. Um, I think I think that's the best compromise from what people want is an MMO Pokemon. Well, if they really want to make this the next progression in Pokemon, maybe they should just make a good rival. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. To be, to be yeah. fair, Gladion was a decent rival. Gladion was a decent rival. And are we I calling think, him a rival? Why are we calling I, him a rival? I, I, he was a rival. I think he was a rival. I'm pretty sure. I think he was how. a rival. Like, Gladion was a repeating trainer, but how was your rival? 
Uh, Lady Ant's rival. rival. They, they literally confirmed that. We just one. want Lady Ant to be the rival because Hal was so bad, which goes back to my point about why we need, if they want to make the switch the next best game, just give us a good rival. To be fair, the last good rival we had, I think, would have been uh, would have been Hugh. I think he was a decent rival, I though he had some scared. issues. Yeah. He, had, I mean, he wasn't as bad as like Sharon, Sharon and Bianca. I thought Sharon was good. Bianca, bleh. but Sharon no. was a good rival. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. Sharon um, was okay. Yeah, Hugh and Sharon were both all right. I think I like I liked Hugh. I think Hugh Hugh had he was very one dimensional, but yeah. He was, he was, I think, uh, I mean, if you look at Gary, who we, I think we can all agree is probably one of the best rivals because it was yeah. one of those, it was a character that was just like, he was just make rivals was mean again. awful. Okay. Yeah, make rivals mean again. I'm totally down with that. They had this whole friendship concept in X and Y, and I'm okay with that. Go back. Let's do it. He was kind of like that. He was in the nice, like, middle ground, I think, between the mean rival and the friend. He was your yeah. friend. Well, he was your friend, but he also had, like, I, I would argue anger issues. Because he's just like, give me back my sister's purloin. He's Liam Neeson of the Pokemon world. And, uh, except he has no skills and he, he's, he's Hugh. I don't know. I, that's what I think, but I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot you could do on the Switch title. There's a lot that you can do, I think. Um, I think a multiplayer system like that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just a nice compromise because they, they have talked about in interviews a couple of things. One, they've said that they were not going to make it open world like Breath of the Wild. They don't think that fits with Pokemon. Um, no, it but they, they have also said that they're exploring how they can possibly make Pokemon multiplayer because it's going to be on the TV now, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see what couch multiplayer looks like on the Switch. I'm not going to lie. What they could do is bring back like the mini games and Pokeathlon stuff. Like, oh, um, I was thinking like I literally went back to Fire Red and Leaf Green with that Dodrio thing. That's true. Oh my gosh, it, you it, you make it, a like, really good point. Like mini game that like oh if you've got multiple Switches or. Or if you all want to play a one like one system, well, you can yeah. with Joy Cons. It's like, hey, that promotes their Joy Con thing. That's interesting. I like that as an like. I think that's a really good way to integrate it. You could just do like small mini, mini games. games. Like, like that would be. I I'm down. I think I think it would have to be more like the Pokeathlon instead of like scattered around the world. Oh no, I know. I, so, I agree. I just meant like the like certain games like that, or even kind of bring Pokemon Stadium. And mix yeah. it with it. That, that's, that, that's what I was thinking. That's not a bad idea. I really like that idea. And Just, that would essentially also feed your battle, like your Pokemon Stadium, though you still need a, both two consoles to do it, essentially. Mm-hmm. But, well, it would, you could probably do it more like um, you can make it – you earn battle points if you do this or something like that. Yeah. I mean they, they've opened up – thank God they finally opened up battle points to something outside of battles. Yeah, and that's nice. They, they've opened it up to uh, – Surfing. It's just surfing. And I think that I think that leads us to a, a world where it could be like, oh, here's some multiplayer minigame action. You know? That's not a bad idea. I like that a lot. Uh Shamu, let let's hope that Game Freak is listening right now and they could take some notes. Yeah. Though I assume at this point they probably have some idea rough idea of what they're trying to do. Though yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, they probably had some idea of what the next game was going to be, but not entirely. I I, I'm excited though. I'm, if the yeah. game comes out next year, we'll probably hear about it probably around March, because this is the thing they're going to want to hype up a lot uh, for if it's like the Switch game that season. So yeah, I, I'm excited to see what's going on there. But yeah. th- this jump, this jump that they're talking about, I don't know what it could be. I I hope it's I, just, I multiplayer is one one avenue to go. I think they could like Sublime said, give us a little bit more free choice. Yeah. And it, I, like, let's say they go back to gyms. Maybe you mm-hmm. can choose the order. 
Yeah, choosing the order. And I think that would be something simple to do. Scale at the gym based on what order you do. I think you could do that very sim- similarly to uh, Breath of the Wild. Because Breath of the Wild, there were definitely areas that were more, much more difficult than other areas. But and, you still do it anyways. Well, you can still do it if you want, right? Yeah. And I think I think you could do it without adjusting the level of the wild Pokemon around those areas, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, because it would just steer people away, or they would just sit there mm-hmm. and try to do it and just grind. yeah. And you you can just you could just have people grind, be like, hey, I want to take on this gym. Oh, but the, there's level thirty nine Pokemon, and I have this level five Rollet, you know, and. Yeah. So that that something like that I think would be interesting. Like you have the capability to go try to do that. The only thing I could see with that is they would have to change the capture mechanics with Pokemon because you could just be like, oh, there's a level 39 Pokemon, quick ball. Yeah. And then you have a four times capture rate with the current capture mechanics. Though overhauling the capture mechanics, I think that's one place they could improve on as well. Uh, they could make it like a, a storyline, like a guide require, a, a badge requirement, I mean. Like, to oh, catch yeah, level. I was thinking like how, yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, it's like, you try to catch a level 35, you don't even have a badge. Like, no, this Pokemon mm. doesn't, this Pokemon is too rambunctious for you to control or something like that. It, it's well, you could wild. catch it, but it just wouldn't, you couldn't do anything with it. Well, I, say, no, I was like, it's just like, it's not calm, it's just crazy, so you can't mm. catch it and break your team. That's, okay, kind, I like that. Kind of like with, um, oh, I was trying to think of what, there's like, Train like oh you know trainer's Pokemon you can't catch a trainer's Pokemon like it'll like tell you yeah. no, you can't do it it'll just pop up something like that if it's too high with your badge requirement. That's interesting. That's a that's a good way to implement that. Because they can implement would... it that way, and even if they did something like open worldish, it's not going to be open world. It'd just be like with even if they did a Lola, you just have like you have a set path and a set map. It's just it just feel more open world. That's yeah. all they can, it's all well, they can. I thought I I honestly like the linear stuff in Pokemon. It makes I, it more easy going. Yeah. It makes it more easy going. Because all they can really do is just make it feel more open world by, like, kind mm-hmm. of changing camera angles and such and sizes and that's all they can do. Like, I don't know. All I'm really excited for is to be able to play Pokemon on the TV again. Yeah. Like, I just – I want to do Pokemon battles on my TV. <laughs> and this is going to be the way to do it. Pokemon on the Switch. We're going to be able to do battles. We can have people come over. We can have a party. We can throw the tournament on the TV. And yep. that's what that's what I'm looking forward to the most. I hope it's 2018. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna hold my breath that it's happening this year. I'm still holding out it, for 2019. Yeah, but it's not happening th- this year at all. No way. Well, we don't know. We don't know. I mean, there, there's there's I, definitely some like signs in the way that Nintendo is prepping itself that make me think that it could happen. And I I think it might. Though there are some other things like in the interview they were talking about with Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. They never said like the journalist took the interview to say that. This is the last 3DS Pokemon game. They never said that. Yeah. They said exactly. we are, we are we are treating this as the culmination of our work on the uh on the 3DS, which they said about every single other game prior. Though they, side note though, cuz like one thing you generally notice with a series, like I'm going to go to the anime for a second. Okay, of course. But um in the anime, they just started hitting some major like spoil like major story plot like storylines yeah. on the moon. They did. So it's like and that's episode like fifty, like yeah. or sixty or something like that. Like generally, they don't end that short. Like they don't. Mm-hmm. That's they can still go on to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which they'll probably do. They'll probably hit the whole Necrozma story they arc. Might. I, I don't know if they'll hit a Necrozma story arc in there. They might. I don't know. I, I wonder if that'll be like the next movie or something like that. That might. That could be too. But I'm just wondering if they do that, then they can extend it a bit. But even then, you can't really do a whole lot. I mean, it'll be like, 
we at least have a year of Pokemon left, and that is yeah. that is because uh, Zero Aura is was yeah. found in the game code, and so we like we definitely have some Pokemon. Like we have some Pokemon left. Obviously, the next movie is probably going to be based around Zero Aura, right? Um, he's the next then, mythical like, Pokemon. Necrozma or something, yeah. We'll get. Well, it'll probably be like Necrozma, Zero Aura, or something like that. You know, Ninja Ki- Ninja Electric Kitty Cat, and. Uh, and Do you beat the anime? Because uh, we think- haven't seen them yet, and I think, I think that with like Nihilego. they they saw it. And I think we're gonna see. I don't know. The anime is really weird right now, and I don't want to spoil it because. Because yeah. the anime, the anime is actually really good right now, and I do suggest that people watch. If you have not oh, watched yeah, the Pokemon good. anime in years, go watch the Sun and Moon anime. It is very, it is very much so more an anime than any other time in Pokemon history, even the beginning. I, yeah, and it's, it's actually pretty good. There's some good like little jokes in there too, like one of the more recent ones we got. Yeah, it's the Orangaroo. That was actually pretty good. It's a really good show, so I would definitely suggest watching it if you haven't. I, I know I've said this in the past, but. Um, because X and Y, X, Y, and Z was really good as well. Not as good as Sun and Moon, in my opinion. Sun and Moon no. is just like, it's did you ever, did you ever wonder what happened if Ash lived in a house with a fridge? You, there's an episode about that. Uh, and I, 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 it doesn't matter. It's very exciting. And I, yeah, the, I, we don't know what's happening in the future of this franchise though right now. They've kind of like no. ripped up the rule sheet for me because yeah. there was a, there was a time like around gen four, I could be like, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Um, I think it all started the breakdown around Black and White 2. Or we're just like, yeah, there's going to be a gray version. It's like, no, there's not. There's Black and White 2. It's like, okay, well, it's the same thing. And it was it was a really good game. It was a sequel. I think a little bit better in terms of story than Sun and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. In yeah, my no, definitely. It, uh, it could, they did it differently because mm-hmm. Black and White 2 versus a sequel. Yeah, yeah it was exactly. Like, it was I, I expected a little bit more like reimagining in Sun, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but yeah. that's just me. Yeah. yeah, that's. I really wish there was more too, because I'm kind of like... Felt, this felt more like a Platinum version. I'm not going to lie. They hyped it up <laughs> to be more than a Platinum version, and it, it was it's more like than a Platinum version. 3.75 as opposed yeah. to 4. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, I was just like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm underwhelmed because you guys kept building it up to be like better than Platinum. It was better than Platinum. It just wasn't as better than Platinum. Yeah, like... <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about this like next week, but... It's uh I I don't know I'm very I'm very excited for another game. Uh, I've beaten this one already, but I'm I'm excited because at least they gave us like a couple new Pokemon, which did shake up the meta significantly. Oh yeah, like it did. My God. And I am very excited to see this meta being shaken up. Uh, and it's really nice because it's not going to be like a stale two year meta like when we had Oraz. And we're gonna get something cool. We're gonna get something new, and I'm excited to play with. Especially so. with the tutor, they just went mm-hmm. crazy with those tutors, and so now we got a yeah. lot. Things like yeah, I can't believe like the number of Pokemon that got random moves. Um, yeah, like got... po- like Rodon seeing more play now because Z Fog like just that alone yeah. made it like what? viable again. Well, yeah, no, I think that's the one thing that like as soon as I saw Rodon got Defog, I'm like, okay, so we're gonna see Rodon Wash back to being Rodon Wash because it's got usefulness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it only takes damage from Stealth Rocks. It doesn't take Toxic Spikes. It doesn't take Spikes. It's the per and it doesn't it doesn't take Sticky Web. It's the it's perfect also, defogger. It can tank fly and EMD to bend like for yeah. okay. You can hear that flying resist now. So it's like Yeah, I think it, I think it's it a works. great Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's really good on Rotom. So good for him. Good yeah. for him. We're gonna see a lot of interesting stuff, I think. And I, I'm really excited for this meta. There's a lot of new toys, and at least that they gave us that, and it's not gonna be stale at least for the next two years like it was before with Oraz. Yeah. So thank <laughs> thank you very much for that, Game Freak. 
Uh, please, though, if you can, give me another Pokemon game. I don't care if it's a if it's a Diamond and Pearl remake or on the Switch. I'll take literally anything one more time. I I'm really bad at this because like they've been doing this annual release stuff for a while now. Like they did take that breather between Oraz and Sun and Moon, but now I'm just like, okay, you guys usually do like three games in a row, which they have been doing. They've been really good about that, doing three games like one right after the other. So we'll see, we'll see. I hope. Well, I'm gonna fingers crossed. I'm I'm here, game freak. Please give me something. <laughs> All right. So I think unless you guys have anything else you want to add. Do you well, have do you anything think else? They're gonna do a Diamond and Pearl remake on the 3DS, and then give you that extra year for them to make this. So, so that's what. So that's what I've been polished. proposing for. I. So that's what I've been proposing for a while. Is that they'll give us one more game on the 3DS? It'll be Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remake. Though I don't know who's working on it, Game Freak. That, that's the, that's the only problem I have with that. Right? They did a much younger team on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon than they did uh, for Sun and Moon. They took all of those guys and they were all working on another project, most likely Pokemon for Switch. And they typically give like these third versions and the remakes to the younger team. And so who is working on Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes? I don't know. I don't know if it was anybody. The way I see it right now is we probably got Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Those guys get a little bit of a breather to help the other guys on Pokemon on the Switch. They're all going to come together, get Pokemon on the Switch. Probably if it late 2018, if it comes out in 2018, if not 2019, it's going to come out. And maybe early 2019 is that. I would they think they early might break the Christmas. They might not do the Christmas release. Though I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo's like, you got to release this at Christmas. It's our big game. It's the holidays. That's when everybody buys things. And my thought process is it's Pokemon. People are going to buy it <laughs> regardless. But well, I don't know. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think anybody's been developing the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes for 3ds. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. I would really like that if it did happen. I I don't think Pokemon's ever gonna go to that yearly release uh, structure unless absolutely forced to. And I think Nintendo's gonna put a lot of pressure on them to try to finish Pokemon on the Switch for next year. I yeah. don't know if it's gonna happen. We'll find out. Like I said, probably in March. That that's my thought process on the whole thing. I I mean. I, I'm obviously not in the game industry or anything like that, but from my observations over all these years, it seems to be the best, most likely case. It's sound, yeah. I, I think we'll get Diamond and Pearl remakes. If if we don't get them on the 3DS this year, we'll get them on the Switch. Which okay. makes sense, because why are you going to have like a system that can play the original have the mm-hmm. remake on the same system? Exactly. Just, uh, I, think, I think they'll... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that does sound awful, right? Like... And what's even worse is there's more time between a Diamond and Pearl remake coming out right this instant than when the Leaf Green and Fire Red came out. Like, that's scary to think about. Like, Leaf Green and Fire Red came out, you're like, yeah, Red and Blue were a long time ago. And then it's just like, well, if you get Diamond and Pearl now, yeah, Diamond and Pearl Pearl remakes, um, Diamond and Pearl was a very long time ago, but uh, it's definitely not seven years like Leaf Green and Fire Red. It's been ten years since Diamond and Pearl came out. And we're we're just going to feel incredibly old. And honestly, I think it's a time for those games to come back. Like we're in a point, we're at a point where not a lot of people have played those games. For and good it, riddance. Let's keep it that way. Oh my gosh. Stop your, just, just stop being wrong. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> some days you completely agree with me and some days you don't. Yeah, I know. Sublime. Some days we're on the uh, same wavelength and today you're just yeah, trying, you're just trying to get, are, like, you're like, yes, yes. And today it's just, no, no, no you're wrong. No. You're wrong. 
I, I, I think a Di- I think a Diamond and Pearl remake if done like Ruby and Sapphire was an Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. That would could be do fine. Real- I, I think I think that would be like, fine. How about they get to Gen Four and then have gym leaders and Elite Four trainers that don't even like specialize in the type they're supposed to be about? That just offended me on a personal level. <laughs> Uh, I, you know what? I understand that. I understand that. There, there were a lot of issues with those games, there, and I, yes, but like I said, were. so but if I you're think... going to remake it, you better fix what you did wrong. Exactly. I, I Gosh. agree with that. I'll agree with you there. I think a remake could be it could fix a lot of the problems a lot of people have. So that is where we're going to wrap it up today, guys. We are going to take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. And last time on Dedenes of Our Lives, Ivy Store was still trying to find out who the father of her child was. Ivy Store! Ivy, Ivy, Ivy Store! She knew that it could be Charmeleon's son, but they'd also had an affair with Chansey. Charmeleon! Chansey, Chansey! And meanwhile, Meowstick and Buneary were seeing each other behind Gallade's back. Join us for the fist-clenching, heart-wrenching season finale of Dedenes of Our Beautifies. Poke of the Episode. And welcome back to our Pokemon of the Episode. Our Pokemon of the Episode this week is National Dex number 806. Blacephalon, the fireworks Pokemon. It slithers towards people. Then, without warning, it triggers the explosion of its own head. It's apparently one kind of Ultra Beast. Only one kind of Ultra Beast. Not anything else. So Blacephalon is one of the new Ultra Beasts that we got with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And I'm really excited to talk about all, pretty much all of them uh, in some kind of setting. Because, they're, I mean, like I said during the topic, they're really cool. They're meta changers. Um, it doesn't have a TCG card yet. Uh, however, Blacephalon is an Ultra Beast. It is a Fire Ghost type Pokemon, which actually does help out a lot. Uh, it's nice. a decent typing. It has a decent speed stat of 107. So yeah. it, it's a better Chandelure, in my opinion. It's a I better Chandelure. You can eat your heart out, Chandelure. Yeah, it's a better Chandelure. You have special attack and significantly higher speed. Yeah, you can actually hit things before they try to hit you, and you don't need a choice scarf. Uh, the the problem is its defenses are garbage. You have base base fifty three HP, base fifty three defense, base seventy nine special defense. So it's not it's not going to take a hit too well. No. However, you can do a lot of things with it. Mind blown is its signature move, which is a base one fifty fire type move. So I believe that's the same as uh, what's it called? Um, Inferno. Is that the move I'm thinking of? Uh, no. I thought Inferno was 100. This is uh, Inferno. Are you talking about Burn Up? Burn Up. No, Maybe. not Burn Up. No, Burn Up is 130. Overheat is higher than Overheat because Overheat yeah. is 130. 130. I was thinking of the one that has a 100% chance to burn, but that Inferno, you're probably has, right, has base it, 100. It's, yeah, it's base yeah. 100, accuracy 50. Yeah, accuracy 50. That's right. Okay, never mind. No, yeah, this is the highest like fire type move. Uh, the problem is it does do 50% recoil. To, I mean, V creates stronger, but that's physical. Yeah, that's physical. Mind blown is crazy though, and so you can you can slap a uh, a Fireum Z on that and just hit it real hard. Yeah, hit anything real hard. It's gonna be fun, that, guys. Dying. Yeah, something's going down. We don't know what, but something's going down. 
So uh, keep that in. It's it's crazy. So let, let's talk about let's talk about some grid ways to run it. Uh, two fifty two speed, two fifty two special attack. Most likely the way you want to go. That's pretty much what your that's your spread. Pretty much no matter. And what. probably timid. It's that's like yeah. You're pretty much either running timid or modest. If the modest, if you want to be weird and do some more damage or run scarf with modest, it's like. Scarf, I would do modest. Yeah, like, Probably. you can do Scarf modest, you could either do Timid modest, depending if you want to outspeed other Scarf for their, like, other just really fast mods. Yeah. Um, but you're generally but going to mod- a good speed Oh, actually, too, um... You beat the 100, and you even beat the occasional 105. You also yeah. might want to go with a hasty nature or a mixed nature, because you get knockoff, and you've got, what, 120 base 127 attack. attack. It also yeah. gets explosive for when you're yeah. dead. Like more, more likely you, you can blow up your head blown. and then just blow up your whole body. Why not? <laughs> I, I, I guess, yeah. Why not? But yeah, like oh it does God, get some just... physical moves. Like even if you don't want to run attack, you get foul play, which can be nice. You have knockoff, which is a very good move. Mm-hmm. So for your physical, if you want, like I wouldn't say you run physical with shadow claw, but you can't be burned, which is also nice, I guess. I mean, I would also just. I mean, it's what's his, his base attack is still like one twenty, so it's not terrible. It's just a better special <laughs> attacker. It, yeah, and. Nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, you exactly. Also get, um, you get flame charge too, so you want to run a weird speed boost that with flame charge. You can. Why do you need that? You're base 107. What are you trying to outrun? Well, well then why do we run Z, Z Sunny Day, man? Z, you don't run Z Sunny Day. That's why. <laughs> no, no, exactly. But uh, you have to get Smackdown. You do get. He Smackdown gets a weird. Theory. He's got a weird move set. I think uh, I think yeah. the best one is probably the uh, mind blown Firium Z set with like Shadow yeah. Ball. And I think you could, you could do Sunny Day if you want. I, I like Calm Mind. I like, Calm Mind's good. I just like the Sunny Day because you either can do the Sunny Day or you can do Sunny Day then the Mind Blown to like hit, hit like truck. Mm. I like Shadow Ball really, too. Really hard. I, he, he Shadow Ball. Oh, Shadow. You run Shadow Ball and Flamethrower like no matter what. So those are like your two steps. Yeah, oh, yeah, Mind Blown is just like if you need it move. Yeah, and it's, it's going to guarantee a hit. It's, it's not like gonna a wall breaker, yeah. It's a it's a wall breaking move. That's really what it is, yeah. So yeah, the other ones are just oh now I can clean up. So that makes yeah. more sense to me. I, I know you can do a choice spec set as well, which would just be nasty. It, you could, it's just I don't I'd rather run a scarf instead of a spec, to mm, be honest. Yeah, you can hit really hard, but I'd rather what, be able to speed up. What, what are some like, threats to it? Like what are some threats that you'd think uh would be bothersome? Uh, anything with Shadow Snake. <laughs> Yeah, Shadow oh, Snake yeah, is pretty bad. Or Sucker Punch. Oh, man, yeah. Sucker Punch. You're right. You just keep clicking well, Calm the... Mind, then. You just keep clicking Calm well, Mind. Well, or you can get, I, it gets ups, obviously. Actually, uh, Cartana. It learns Taunt. Yeah. Well, that oh. would help with Sucker Punch, but, yeah. Cartana's not a, Cartana's not a, a, uh, a counter. Uh, don't lie. Cartana got 109 speed and it gets knockoff. Yeah, just off speed. So oh, it just get knockoff. Okay, you just got knockoff. <laughs> That's fine. And yeah, you also but... would have to be the Lycanroc Dusk, which I don't think you're going to really kill it or anything. or like. But... You shouldn't even run into them. Who's running Lycanroc no. Dusk? Hey, I'm just looking at OU and what's in Showdown and Lycanroc's there, even though it's not really like OU. Okay. Lycanroc's a terrible choice. It's there um, for the novelty and it won't be next month. Yeah, yeah, the one. Yeah, exactly. Right. It also allows you to uh, scarf would allow you to speed a Coco that's not scarfed itself and just do some mm. damage. Scarf Coco is becoming a bigger thing now. It is becoming a thing, though. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's becoming a bigger thing. More and more people are running scarf Coco. It's just because yeah, and, and well, it was big when Naganadel was in the meta for like five days. Yeah. And 
because Naganadel was just the meta for the, for a couple. And that would have been something else you could have outsped too if you had a scarf on it too. That's true. But not that's wrong, not guy. a problem. Not a problem anymore, thankfully. We got rid of that guy because it was. I mean, if it immediately centralizes your meta, you know it's bad. Yeah. Uh, we we can talk about Lando another day, but yeah, uh, <laughs> talking about Lando another day because when your sets start telling you you should start countering yourself, uh, you might have a problem. Also, Scarf would allow you to speed Latios, so you can hit it with a Shadow Ball and probably oh. kill it, or almost. I don't know if that. I don't know if that would KO. Off of a 151 stab Shadow Ball, I think it might. Well, well Latios has 110 special defense, which I forgot. Okay. So that might actually. Let me. I'm, I'll run the count. Latios is HP. 80. It's not bad, but it's not really fantastic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it might. Yeah, that's worth looking at the count for. Uh, Latios, you want like just like uh, just sweeper, like special speed and special attack. Yeah, just like something offensive. Yeah, yeah like a okay. Typical offensive Latios. Let's look it up. Uh, like, okay, Blacephalon. We give it, you know, two to two special attack. Make it. We'll make it modest, and we'll do Shadow Ball, right? Yes. Um, uh, Shadow Ball will do 98 to 116%. Oh, it's an opener from Kill It. It's so, not. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, you're, you're good. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, you would need Scar for that, though, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, I guess, on a Switch. Yeah. You'd need a Scarf because um, Latios's base speed is or, uh, Latios's 110, so it's just oh, yeah. faster. Yeah. So, it's a problem. Oh, well. So, I mean, you could do a lot of damage. The problem is Draco will come and, like, smack you in the face, too. So, yeah, you gotta watch no. it. Yeah. You got to watch it. All right. So, that is Blacephalon. It is a Pokemon that you can try to run now. Uh, it does not have a TCG card. And its its name is a combination of probably the word Blast and Cephalo, a prefix relating to the head. And Zugadon, its Japanese name, means head goes boom. It's great. So, it's that, a garish destructive clown what's yep. not to love oh my gosh it's hilarious I love so, aesthetically it's just my mm-hmm. new favorite yeah i thought we were gonna get a couple more ultra beasts i, I was a little yeah, disappointed by that the two i was expecting more i guess we got we got uh, poipole and naganadel right? yeah but it's not as nearly as exciting so i like two more would have been great but you know i'm gonna take what i got so yeah good on them that's it for this week though of puckles pokey or puckles pokemon of the week or episode Wow, wow, I can't speak today. But we're going to kick it on over, guys, to the final segment, The Mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for The Mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And as always, we are going to be giving you guys the Green Tauros badge to anybody that's deemed worthy. Uh, for those of you new to the show, this is the segment where we read listener emails. You can send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, where you can ask us questions, answer questions. We typically have a prompt. This week was, what have your thoughts of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon been so far? Um, and we're going to go ahead and read a couple of these emails this week. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. Our first email is from Lucario Loves Minecraft. Hey guys, Lucario Loves Minecraft here. 
just sending in a quick little letter for one specific reason, and it's to answer this week's mailbag question. I don't have Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, <laughs> and probably won't get it, and probably won't get it for Christmas, probably. But I still have something I'd be a little excited about: Move Tutors. And regarding Move Tutors, there's one specific thing involving them, and that's the fact that Lucario can once again learn Magnet Rise. Why? <laughs> that's such a bad move for Lucario. Go run a better move. Um, not much this week. I just wanted to mention that factoid. Also, not sure on this one, but I believe that when Pokemon is in the middle of using Dig and said Pokemon is un- is unable to be hit by a ground-type move while doing so, the Pokemon using Dig is still unaffected by Earthquake. That is true, that, actually. Actually, it depends. Because uh, I, I, I read this and I looked into it. Okay. It has to naturally be a unaffected by ground-type, yes. either Flying or Levitate. Magnet Rise, I see what you're referring to here because you mentioned it before. That will not work. Okay, no, because I knew like if it was levitate. I knew if it was levitate or flying, like that's yeah, that that does affect it. Yeah, uh, but if you but, did magnet rise or understandable, I I believe air balloon. I don't know if air balloon would maybe work, like conversion honest. or something. Uh, uh, air, conversion, air balloon, I could conversion could do it. Yeah, you have to conversion? be a natural because you'd be a flying type at that point, so you'd be naturally. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I understand. I understand. You can't you can't be immune to it via other ways. Though I assume it would also negate like with air balloon wouldn't work with it, but I. Don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if I can give you one an answer. But I know that magnet rise wouldn't work because it's not technically natural. Okay, it's, you're on. You're, you pretty much put your status upon yourself. Interesting. Oh, I I assume that's how it would work. But then again, it it would take testing. Yeah, just to confirm everything now, because it could be changing from one gen to another. Mm-hmm. You never know also what they do. Magnet rise is great for grassland cheese. Oh, it is. No, Draft League, Draft League is, like, the one thing. I was talking to Shamu about that. I'm like, man, I really want to run Quick Attack at least once in Draft League. Like, I just want to run Quick Attack. Because, you know, you need that one quick, like, priority move to finish something off. You do your 15% or something like that. You go you go Quick Attack. Uh, <laughs> and, they're like, it's the only time it's competitively viable is in Draft League. What about Z-Tackle, man? Z-Tackle, there we go. We gotta All run right. the tackle. <laughs> Alright, anyways, just dropping one by. See you later. Lucario loves Minecraft. Uh, this next one, though, is from Uncle Oshawa. I, 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 that's not his name. And, and I need to give this one to uh, Shamu because he and Oshawat hold a very, very special bond. Oh, we do. I, I, I don't know who Uncle Oshawat is, though, but I know I know my number two Oracorio fan. <laughs> uh, so, I'll, I'll start right now. I love it. I love it so much. I, I see me referring to Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I think so. Every, go for it. Everything about it makes me exude a childlike joy that cannot be explained. And don't get me started on the stickers. Oh, I guess I like Usum in general too. I was just talking about I was talking about the Alola Photo Club. Oh, fun. he's All hilarious. Right. I love this guy. Hello, Satch and whoever he has, because I don't feel like looking at the list. Is your favorite number two Oracorio fan. And like I was saying, it is I, your favorite <laughs> number two Oracorio fan. And let me tell you, Ultra Moon is an amazing game. My largest complaint with the original Moon version was one that I had. <laughs> I can't do it with a straight face anymore. <laughs> oh, God. Um, with many first versions, like with Diamond and Pearl, and unfortunately, Black and White, once you beat them, there is nothing to do. But this game... Oh, this game. There's a plethora of exciting features to explore after you beat this game. You want a, you want story? 
post-game Team Rocket. You want to hunt for legendaries in the most unique way ever implemented? Ultra freaking wormhole. You want to earn BP for battle items? Battle tree. Want to earn BP in a way that's actually fun? Drum roll, please. Mad time surfing. And then some crowd screams. Do we have a do we have a soundboard for that? I don't have a soundboard for that right now. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but none of that holds the candles of the greatest feature since videos in X and Y. The Alola Photo Club. I have wasted so much time this darn thing. Every time I evolve a Pokemon, straight to the photo club we go. I literally have an entire three page of the photo of photos dedicated to Maractus. For those of you who don't know how many pictures the page holds, go to the Alola Photo Club and find out. So yeah, I I say Ultra Sun and Moon fixed the only true complaint I had was Sun and Moon, and it will provide us with a wonderful game to sit in until Switch Pokemon a few years down the line. Honorary mention to the Ultra Recon Squad, the best comic relief characters to ever bless a main series Pokemon game. That's that's not wrong at all. It's yeah, they're, I, they're, they're, they're pretty cool. They're great. Here's hoping for a wonderful week to all Pokalonians listening, and I will not catch you all on the flip-flop, because after two years in our tropical region, we still don't have them as a closing item. For shame. Anyway, Alola Puckle. Number two Oracorio fan. Uncle Oshawott. <laughs> no, no. That, with that, it didn't exist. Oh my gosh. Uh, Sublime, you want to grab this last one from uh, the Golden Cliff Queen today? Sure. Hello, Thatch, and his various sidekicks. We're sidekicks, Jimmy. Your friendly neighborhood oh. Golden Klefki here, writing in for the first time with the question, what is your favorite guilty pleasure Pokemon? Meaning a Pokemon that you know isn't very good, but you like it anyway. I've recently discovered how much I like Arbok in my Ultra Sun playthrough. Its stats are bad, but boy, is that snake fun to play. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on Pokemon that um, have found your, their way into your teams, despite their shortfalls. Thank you guys for the awesome work you do to put on this podcast and keep this great community going. Until next time, jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. All I imagine is that meme from like way back when, when uh, Klefki first came out. And it was like prankster Klefki was like the meta in Gen 6. Oh, yeah. And he just had that meme. Uh, I can't say it here, but uh, that that's what that reminds me of. Uh, but let's answer the question uh, other than Shamu, who's just going to say Oracorio. Um, but so guilty pleasure Pokemon sublime. Do you have a guilty pleasure Pokemon? Uh, I need to think about it. I need to think about it. Oh, that's true. Okay. So for me, superior used to be my guilty pleasure, but then it got good. And then it got good, (laughs) man. I, I honestly have to say for alligator. It's so bad. Um, it's so bad. The sheer force made it better, but it doesn't get like a lot of good moves to use sheer force with, you know? So it's, it's still pretty bad. Stuff like, it's okay. It's not not horrible, but it's not like it's not the superb. best. It's not yeah. No. It's not the best. It's it's definitely it's not Nido King. There's no Nido King. Nido King, I think, is all right. I think Nido King's an all right. Well, I mean, Pokemon. for sheer force. If we're gonna talk about a sheer force Pokemon, I think Nido King's like the prime example. Yeah, that's like because like Nido yeah. King was just good when I got sheer force and yeah. X and Y. It was like it was just mm-hmm. fantastic. Because like oh, you got you got like you got mm-hmm. ice. You got whatever uh, bolt beam. Pretty much whatever yeah. you want. And you got poison to kill fairies, and then you got like ground. Okay, yeah. Where can you go wrong? Exactly. I think it's fantastic. Okay, I yeah. thought of one. Um, okay, non Alolan Nine Tails. Okay, I can agree with that. 
I I can see that. Alolan or regular Nine Tails like has a really good design, but it is absolute. It w- it was good for like a minute back in Gen in Gen Five, five. and then uh, Mega Charizard Y came out, and yeah. then Torkoal, and then Torkoal, and then Torkoal, and I'm like, what place does regular old Nine Tails have? You still uh, see the occasional Politoed. It's still very pretty. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. That's what it's got going for it. Okay, yeah, guys, you yeah, heard it here first. All right, so that is going to be. I think that's it for the mailbag this week. Uh, I I think Golden Klefki and uh, what's his face uh, Lucario well, Lucario loves Minecraft has it. So if you guys are okay with it, Golden Klefki is the only one without it. Um, that's fine. I'm so okay Golden Klefki, like you get the, you get the green Taurus badge. Um, yeah, you get asked a question. So that's that's the kind of things I want to encourage. And so we are going to be uh, moving on then. That's going to be it for the mailbag. If you want to send us an email next week, you can do so at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And I want to know what you guys think of the rumors of Pokemon being on the Switch. Do you, what do you think Pokemon's going to do to try to make it as big of a development as Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild? Send us an email. Once again, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. In the future, though, if you guys want to do more with us throughout the week other than just listen to the podcast, you can do so by checking out our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. You can find those all at PucklePodcast.com. You can, of course, join us on our Discord server. The invite link is in the show notes as well as on our website. If you just click that chat tab, you'll get the invite link as well. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe or follow us on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. More Piddle videos are coming you to your way after a long hiatus. Um, so also check out our YouTube, which is Puckle Podcast. And if you want to help out Puckle in any way monetarily, you can do so in two ways. First, you can go to our T Public page where you can buy T-shirts. There's sales throughout this whole month, so definitely consider going and trying to uh, pick up a T-shirt. It helps out the show. It helps out. It helps us do a lot of this crazy stuff. If you want to support the show more directly and get some cool Puckle theme prizes, this month is uh, is uh, Thatch uh, trading cards from Puckle. Thatch Puckle trading cards. Um, you can. We're going to be doing more of them. There's going to be like a Whimsicott one and the Shamu one and the Sublime one eventually down the line. So definitely check these out. Um, we're going to send those out. But if you want stuff like that, you can go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash pucklepodcast and donate there. As always, we are very appreciative of our patrons. And finally, uh, before I forget, I do need to announce the Advent Calendar Pokemon. Uh, the Advent Calendar link will also be in the show notes, guys. But our Advent Calendar Pokemon, the one that we are going to be giving away now, let me uh, actually open it up. I did not open it up beforehand. I'm an awful person. So Advent Calendar Pokemon that is going to be given away. This is episode 315. So this is going to be given away on the 9th. So that is this Friday or this Saturday. So December 9th, we are going to be giving away a shiny Stantler. Um, you need to be trading us a Ghastly for it on December 9th. So anytime before then, if you want to put up a Ghastly, ask for a Stantler. It'll be a great way to do that. Make sure the Ghastly is named. Yeah, the Ghastly must be named Puckle Advent. All one word or two words, I'll probably still notice it. But Puckle Advent is what you're supposed to name it. All of the rules, of course, will be found on the website if you go to the show notes. So it's a shiny Stantler. It's going to be crazy. It's Christmas. So definitely check it out. And thank you to everybody who listened to the show today. Um, And thank you to both of you for being on the show today, as always. So, uh, here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu. And I'm Sublime. And it's closing time.
As always, I would like to thank all of our patrons for making this show possible. So thank you to Regal Superior, Ten Little Men, Duly Noted, Jonathan, Andrea, The Fluffiest Whimsicott, Locke, Mongo87, Snag, Jushiro, Bosevis, Alvarin, Seth Vilo, Minor Minetric, Greninjas in Paris, Claude9, John, R Sigma, Doc McStuffles, Jestern, Jeremy, Uncle Oshawott, Matthew, Trevor, TJ, Eric, Ryuse, Zenth, Shambles, Birdkeeper Cobra, Daniel, Treby, Greg, Christopher, Ozzy, Alex, British Gent, Victor, Nicholas and Beaverlaw, as well as all of our $1 and lower patrons. Thank you. You guys make the show possible. You guys make all of the awesome things we do possible. And we're gearing up for PuckleCon. We're gearing up for a few other projects as well. So thank you once again for allowing us to do these things because it lets us be bigger, better, and just have way more fun playing Pokemon. So we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.